It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast cover story series, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community who are making the lead stories this month at ChicagoVersUnited.com. My name is Haima Black. I'm recording this show out of the Music Garage, Chicago's professional music rehearsal space and home of the Dynasty Podcast Network. You can check them out on the web at musicgarage.com. This week, talking with Dan Smart and John O'Soxit of the Field Auxiliary in support of their debut full-length Nomenclature Fever, out now. Dan and John, how's it going? Doing good. Happy to be here. Yes, thank you for coming in. Very yeah. much appreciated. No um, problem. Thank you. Absolutely. You know, I want to talk about the new record and everything you guys have going on, but first, let's kind of like take a step back. How has 2012 been for the Field Auxiliary? Uh, it's been awesome, actually. We, um, I guess because of that record, <laughs> because we finished the record and so far have played a couple awesome shows this year. <laughs> totally. But um, we've been laying a little bit low, I guess, you, you, one could say, just finishing it, but it was really, uh, we, you know... We've been working on it as part of a bigger project, I guess, for like, because we did an EP and this record kind of at the same time, and we finished up the EP and put it out last year, and then we kept recording this uh, full length, and then we finished it by like the end of the year last year, like around Christmas time or so, but then like we we're mixing and kind of taking it a little bit easy, but it feels awesome to have it off of our chests and out there. <laughs> totally. And, when did, when did we sort of set off on this? Was it, I was like about a year ago, almost exactly, right? I want to say it was like last April or something. Yeah, I think so. I th- I, maybe maybe a little later than that, but sometime in the beginning of last summer, probably. So mm-hmm. So this record has been around in one form or another for a little while now. You've been kind of like living with it for some time. Sort of. You know, like we, we did... We don't really, uh, we, it takes us a little while to, to sort of flesh out the, the recordings per se. Like Dan, in addition to being our singer slash uh, maestro, is also the producer. So we sort of get uh, a luxury most other bands don't get and, and that we can go back and forth with it. And, you know, we have the room to flesh stuff out if we want. And totally. Yeah, yeah. We definitely end up taking advantage of that the fact that we don't have to like we have three days to get these six things done like right it's been it's kind of like let's pick a day and let's do a thing and then let's pick another day and we'll do another thing if it doesn't work out we'll just pick a third day <laughs> and go <laughs> yeah. back to it and it's a good way to work you know i mean yeah yeah it's not um like the most glamorous way to work i guess because you're not just like oh we're holed up in the studio and we're like pounding it out in we're two in the weeks lab. and like yeah. yeah it's a little bit more of a like living with it kind of thing and it kind of like some of the like weight and awe of like we're making a record we're gonna walk into the studio and walk out two weeks later with something that didn't exist before it kind of doesn't exist when you kind of like flesh it out like a week at a time a month at a time kind of like after after our day jobs are over like doing a quick little vocal session kind of thing like also you know i don't know it kind of makes sense to us i think like kind of where we're at to just living with it and being like you know not in a hurry with it and then you can make really clear-headed decisions about what whether it's really cool or, or not cool I guess. yeah that, that's the thing it's it's um it's not to deny the merits of like the usual method of like hole up in the studio for a couple weeks but yeah we we got to be a lot more deliberative with it and uh you know i i f- i feel like that uh sort of matches the vibe of what we're aiming for as a band a lot better you know it was, it was interesting originally when we were, we were starting to work on this record the notion was that we wanted to sort of approximate what one of our live shows would be but you know uh even though the songs that we're playing are such that they would work really well as a live set 
actually taking that time and taking that step back and, and deliberating a little bit more is maybe not how you would think you should try and create a live sounding album. Yeah, right. But, totally. It's actually really weird that that's the case, but it, cause it really was like, you know, the record when you play local shows around town, usually you get like 45 minute sets and we we're like, we've kind of thought that that would be the basis for like a cool record to just do, you know, one of our all time best sets, like as a, as a new record from kind of start to finish style, but it ended up taking a long time to do, but it ends up still kind of sounding like a, a, I don't know, a live show. Well, you know, I wanted to talk to you about the sound of the record, actually. To me, it was really, really interesting because you've got this very, like, you know, it's like, it's messy, it's fuzzed out, there's, like, feedback. It's not this kind of, like, sterile, overproduced type record that you hear a lot in 2012. And was that something that you guys really set out to do where it wasn't going to sound, like, overproduced to, like, an inch of its life? I mean, especially if you set out to create a very live-sounding record. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think that the, I don't know, but part of it is just that that's not really... I think that's kind of characteristic of your voice as a producer. Yeah, um, I was going to say, part of it is just that that's not really the kind of, that's not the way I like to make records necessarily. Yeah. but yeah. And part of it is also just that the, the band, the field auxiliary doesn't necessarily like it's, Yeah, it's not characteristic of us as musicians yeah, right. either, so... so when you put those two halves together, it just made more sense to kind of go at it. But that is interesting because I, I like to think that it retains a lot of like sort of this is a band playing at you character. Right. Um, even though we did kind of work on it slowly over a year or whatever. But I think there was just a lot of discipline involved actually with like, well, let's not do, you know, a thousand things. Because I've, I've done things before too where when you have a rig at your disposal and you can, and you have time at your disposal, you can layer a million things on there if you want to, but it was like part of the, part of the process and part of the vibe I think was just like, it needs to be sort of holding ourselves back a little bit yeah. just so we can be a little bit more honest about, you know, what these songs have been to us over the past couple of years we've been playing them. No, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Looking at the credits on this album, it looks very DIY, and it kind of sounds like from what you're saying, it was a very DIY experience. Was that kind of like how it was start to finish? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the notion of this band largely is that you know anything that we can do ourselves, we'll do ourselves, and it's it's kind of lucky for us that Dan does most things. <laughs> but um, yeah, it it I we've always been of a notion of like, well, we'd like to sort of take control of this or that, and you know when it comes to say artwork or something, if we have a friend who is a photographer and has something we'd like to use, by all means, like we're not against outside. Collect- collaborators but the sort of lineup of the band in its in its first year or so was really fluid (laughs) like you might have a different guitarist show to show um or something like that and i feel like a lot of what this album is was sort of the process of finding our identity as a group of four musicians like having a static lineup i i think that's a big part of why we wanted this to be sort of just in the group yeah right yeah yeah for sure i i agree (laughs) i think yeah we we um doing stuff where it's not like oh we're per- we're willfully like we hate getting help from outside sources or anything or you know like any of those things it's not it's not one of those deals at all it's just like we have the resources to do it and 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 as I've, as far as I'm concerned as as few things that are getting in the way between your your mind and your fingers and your yeah the what ends up coming out of the speakers the better so that Cut that's, out all the middleman yeah right as as few translations of your thoughts as have to exist 
as you can get, the, the more pure it's going to end up. So that's kind of... That's and it always, sounds the most like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you guys are playing a record release show this Friday. It's happening June 8th at the Beat Kitchen. Um, what can people expect from that show? Um, well, they can expect the new record in, 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 in physical, <laughs> in all forms, actually, in, in physical forms, in CDs and download. Um, we weren't able to do a vinyl this time around, but okay. CD, download, record, and also we're going to take a stab at performing that record mm-hmm. since it was conceived as a 45-minute set. We're going to go ahead and do that 45-minute set. So is it going to be like start to finish in chronological order? Like Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool. yeah. It, it won't be exactly the same. We don't have quite the same uh, sampling triggers or number of hands available at a given time. But, sure. you yeah. know, uh, the, it's going to be the live interpretation of the album of interpretation of a live show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're putting mirrors in front of mirrors. In right. Front of, yeah. Was, totally. Essentially. Um, and you guys are also playing... Uh, with a couple of artists who also that night are each doing their record releases as well, Inspector Owl and Jared Grab, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. Very cool. So We're, it's like a triple record it's release. It's a triple, show. yeah. There, there's almost no reason not to show up. Actually. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> triple threat. Where are the best places for everyone to keep up with the Field Dogs Dealer online, find out what you guys have going on, and find out? you know, about the new record, um, Nomenclature Fever, and also to be able to get that. I guess the one and only and best place would just be thefieldauxiliary.com, where you'll be able to stream some stuff from the new record and where you'll be able to order the record when it's officially released, which is June 12th, so the Tuesday following this show. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, you can find us on Facebook from there, which is, I think, just Facebook dot com slash, slash the field auxiliary mm-hmm. but that's kind of you know we, we we're not we're not in a million places we kind of tried to keep it simple a little <laughs> totally bit. yeah i think that that you know i think that can help yeah totally i mean it gets a little confusing after a while actually but if you go to just the field auxiliary.com you'll get spit wherever you need to go and you will hear stuff and you will have an opportunity to thumbs up us or like us or whatever <laughs> yeah. any other Hug thing you or whatever it yeah. is this week yeah what else is coming up for the Field Dogs Dealer now that, you know, the record's about to hit, the live show's coming up, what happens next? Um, we will hopefully be playing a couple more shows uh, throughout the summer, and um, we're, uh, we have that gig on the, well, it's not to August, actually, but we're going to be on a show called Paper Machete, which I guess sure. is a, is a yeah. comedy show. Absolutely. Um, we're really cool psyched stuff. to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and then, I don't know, um, we have a huge backlog of of music that we need to also get to we we have like we have about another album's worth of material or so so we have like another record to make probably like shortly after we take a nice break and a couple victory laps for this one so totally i I think we'll just start again actually (laughs) well the record is called nomenclature fever i really dig it i'm not just saying that um people are going to be able to grab that june 12th and the record release show, where people can also get it and hear everything, is happening Friday, June 8th at the Beat Kitchen. Guys, I really dig the record. I want you to guys you. to keep going, and I thanks. wish you all the best of luck with it. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you so, so much. much. Absolutely. Thank you for coming in. This has been the Chicago First United Audio Podcast Cover Story Series. Thanks to Dan Smart and John Osoxet of the Field Auxiliary for being on the show this week. Check out the band's new album, Nomenclature Fever, out now. Dynasty Podcast records out of the Music Garage in Chicago. Check them out on the web at musicgarage.com. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Yawn, Alal, Loyal Divide, and many, many more. 
You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.